Hi, this is Joe Ingram, and I'm the host of the Sales Genius Podcast, where we deep dive into what works and what doesn't in the realm of sales. I have personally spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers, and I'm here to provide you with the cheat sheet to making more deals for more money and ultimately becoming more happy. My mission is simple. I want to help you sell one more deal today and every day going forward. My approach is going to be unique because I believe that the only thing you need to do as a salesperson is provide your prospect with a logical reason to justify their emotional decision. Now, let's go ahead and dig a little deeper into the mind of a sales genius with today's podcast. Thanks, but Mo is already here. Mo, I made you co-host. Did you accept? Uh, let's see. I have not received a notification. It says you are already. So evidently, I just forced it upon you, and I don't care. I'm a rebel. Wonderful. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Cool. And the wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. <laughs> That was very, very good Tigger impression. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can get Johnny Richardson in here again. You made it. Oh, yeah, we definitely need Johnny. All right. Apologize, Especially uh, since there was no closer school yesterday. Yeah, There's well, you know, I told fixed. you. I told Brad I couldn't make it, so he was like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it, you know. So after he yeah. cried, you know, he decided to postpone it. After, no, I didn't cry. I was just like, hey, the the soul of the call is not going to be there because I have another thing I need to do. So I was like, oh, no, listen, we can't, we can't have it then. You know, we'll just reschedule it. It made more sense that way. Yeah. Gallery view. Okay. I think we are live and in effect. Aliens. So Timmy's back. I'm just waiting. Mo. You yeah. have to live up to the Timmy, the the Timmy reaction to when Glenn was on, and and he went he went crazy, had a a nuclear meltdown about all the wonderfulness with Kimberly and and Glenn. It was it was literally beautiful. Well, if if it, I, I could have gone on for about another two minutes or more, but it was like I wanted to be respectful of everyone's time, and you had another Zoom meeting in like two minutes. I was about to keep going and going and going. So I had to like get it. <laughs> Kind of like one of the time, but like, yeah, that was huge blessing. Thank you for doing all this as much as you say about the whole world. It is, it is. <laughs> so, all right. I don't know if I'm gonna lose my mind, but I'll get there. No, no, you have to cause Timmy to lose his mind. Oh, got it. All right, I'll right. do my best. His, his recap was just oh, so animated, and he was out there like, my life has been changed forever. Hey, what's the what's the link for the call? Wargroupgames.com? War game it's wargamesgroup.com. Grizzle my nizzle. All right. I'm just getting uh I, I have I didn't check my, my emails for seventy two hours and it became a shit show. That is normal. I know. 72 just... hours. 
Frank, you, you cool with accepting people while we go? Okay, thank you. You will also be co-host. So I tend to get lost in everything that's going on and always forget mm. um, what's going on. And that way I can play with the Facebook side of things as well. So. Camino, what's up? There you go. <laughs> that was Gia Camino. I was talking to Camino. That's just great. I got you both out there. Yes, the heart thing, whatever I can't do is too much for me. All right, Mo, you ready to fire up? Sure. Okay, more people will be jumping on as we go through. We've already got people over on the actual Facebook side that are up there. So Camacho's on, Larry's on, Christopher Rausch is on. It's a good day. So, all right, everybody, thank you so much for jumping in on the War Games group call. This is a sales coaching call where what we do is we attempt to share with you. It's up to you whether you receive it, okay? <laughs> Things that, that make your life better when it's in relationship to sales. So my guest trainer today, if you look at your screen, again, guys, it's up to you, but I usually go to gallery view that's in the upper right of Zoom instead of speaker. So you can see everybody that's on there and Timmy's wild ass background, right? Camino, you're on your phone. That ain't gonna happen. You can just swipe across and see everybody that's there. But I'm the only one that matters for you. So when you look at this, right, Coach Mo decided to come on for me. We had somebody originally that was there, and I said, I need to encroach upon you and uh, mess with your day. And so he was gracious enough to say, okay, because we'd already talked about him doing one in the future. So I just made it the immediate as opposed to off in the future. But uh, Coach Mo is one of these individuals. For one, he's a really good friend of mine. I met him through one of his endeavors that he has that's out there. I, I pointed out today he's a serial entrepreneur, mainly because he can't work for anyone, right? He can work for his clients in his own capacity, which he has over 18 years of experiences in marketing. He's also, if you go to his profile and you look at some of these old pictures of that scrawny little skinny guy that he used to be, right? He does fitness coaching. He talks about neuroscience. He knows exactly how it is. And he's also in a group, a private group with me where he invited me into it. And so it's a, a men's group that meets on Wednesday evenings. So he's all about giving out to people. He's all about making sure that everyone is better off after they've met him and spoke to him. So I requested of him, could you please come on and let's talk marketing because everybody in here is an entrepreneur, somebody in sales, anybody that's out there, you're gonna need to look and go, hey, I need to actually learn how to better market myself. And this is one of his geniuses is to be that guy that knows how to market. And so I'm going to flip this over to my friend, Coach Mo, and he answers to that. So you can actually say Coach Mo if you have a question. Okay. But, um, and let's give right now for everybody who's on, let's just give a little clap for that beard. Oh, you know geez. what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at that. That is sexy. In the beard. <laughs> that was uh that was that was too kind almost yes. disingenuous no i'm just kidding yeah i was <laughs> but, but just about everybody i think scott this is his first time everybody else is like joe was actually serious when he said that 
No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You, uh, you definitely oversold me. So yeah. <laughs> I'll have to live up to that, but I appreciate it. Um, thanks guys for having me on today. I, you know, I, I kind of want to give you guys a little bit of info, just, you know, knowledge that have accumulated. The thing about marketing though, is that it's so, it's like technology. Like the moment that you figure out what's working, it changes. And so it's, it's one of those things that's, it's kind of a crapshoot. So what I'd like to do is give you a little bit of information of what's happening today in the marketplace and then kind of open it up to Q&A because honestly, I'm sure you all are in various businesses and it would just make more sense to, um, and if that's okay with you, Joe, it would make more sense to be like, hey, I'm a realtor. Hey, I'm a lender. Hey, I own a you know, cement company. It, it's, it's, it's all applicable, but if you can have some, some actionable things that you could take from this call today, they actually go put it in motion and finding some success, I would, I would, I would feel much more comfortable um, doing that than just regurgitating information that have accumulated. Absolutely. This is your show. You go for it. So if you want to start, because again, you're going to have a different view of people you're looking at in order yeah. than I do. So if you want to call them out, the ones that are on there, then please yeah. do. Sweet. So let me just turn off this phone. So first and foremost, there's, you know, uh, when it comes to marketing, you've got the, the paid method and you've got the organic method. Now I spent most of my life well, the beginning of my life really focusing on the organic method, which is search engine optimization, SEO, um, during a time where Google allowed you to really work within the gray area and the black area called black hat marketing, which was essentially just spamming the crap out of, uh, you know, the, the search engine, doing a bunch of things just to be able to rank your sites and, and, and your money sites or what we call them and whatnot and what have you. Once, once things kind of migrated away from that, and algorithms started becoming more uh, aggressive and, and, you know, uh, blocking you and, uh, you know, limiting your, your, um, your range of actually having the capacity to, to generate traffic. Uh, I really focused in on buying media or paid media. So buying a space on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Google, on LinkedIn, now on Spotify and other channels like that. What that does is it enables us, A, to virtually have a tremendous amount more of a control over who our target audience is and control on adjusting uh, on a day-to-day -day basis what's working and what's not working and how we can fix it. A lot of times, most people, over they, they, they overreact to things and they underestimate um, just common sense, right? Uh, a lot of times, most people hire or companies and businesses hire agencies because they don't want to have to learn it themselves. They don't want to have to do it. Why do it when you can hire an expert? Like why would I hire a CPA to do my taxes when I can do it myself? Because it gives me a headache and I don't want to deal with it. And he's going to do a good job. And that's the end of it. But there are things that you can do for yourself from a paid side and a free organic side that can produce a tremendous amount of results for your business. A couple things. Um, if I had to label them in hierarchy right now as of uh, value versus cost, I would rank YouTube number one. I would, if you're B2B, I would rank LinkedIn number two. If you're B2C, I would rank Instagram number two. And then Facebook number three and Google number four. Uh, the reason why Google is number four is because it's overly saturated of a marketplace. And what happened is that the more people that are spending money that drives up the marketplace. So just to give you an example, most people think Facebook and Google is like, 
just a, a standard, you know, hey, I'm going to spend $20 a day. And for that $20 a day, I'm going to get 800 people to look at my ad. The way that it works is more of like an auction site. The more people that are piling their money or throwing money into the system, it's going to drive up the cost. That's why Facebook dropped 53% just two, three weeks ago because everybody's pulling their money out of Facebook. And if I had to say anything as a nuance here right now, unless you had play money, as in money that you didn't care, you lost, I would say the fuck away from Facebook. Sorry, I don't know if you can curse on this call. The reason being is because they're, incre- yeah. they're incredibly volatile, right? From a paid, from a, from, a, from, from a buying media standpoint, because they're incredibly volatile right now. Unless you own an e-commerce business or some sort of like physical product, um, I wouldn't even touch it. Can it work for you? 100%. Will it work? 100%. But the volatility of at any given time right now, Facebook can shut down your ad account. Like that's, that's just not something I would be worth risking. So that being said, we're going to table that for right now. I just wanted to get that out there. The reason why I labeled YouTube number one is because YouTube offers you a tremendous amount of leverage. First and foremost, like I think like nearly a hundred percent of businesses, uh, that, that do video or that don't pay for a premium host plan are on YouTube. Okay. Uh, what is it like a three, 3 billion searches a month and, and over uh, 78% of marketers, um, that do what I do will say that video is going to be blah, 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 the best, the best, amazing. Here's, here's the, here's the dumbed down truth. Here, here's how incredible YouTube is versus Facebook. If I were to do apples to apples, and I were to put $1 into YouTube and I'm $1 into Facebook as an example, because that's comparative as far as price points. Google's in a completely different realm because it's such an oversaturated market. Your $1 on Google, depending on your niche, depending on your, uh, your business and depending on your location, you're roughly looking about spending five for that $1 that you're going to be spending on Facebook, which is a shit show and a lot of money. Uh, you've got too many big companies spending and just throwing money on there. Now, if you carve out yourself a little niche, a little sub, sub, sub niche or whatever, like you, for instance, you teach people how to, uh, I don't know, uh, crochet or you teach people how to make like combs or something like that, something very, very, very micro. Um, then yeah, then there, there's a space for that and you can, you can definitely monetize and capitalize on that. But you know, if I'm a real estate agent, I'm a marketer, I, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm an educator, I'm, you know, I, I'm a sales coach, whatever it is, most of the time, it's going to be very, very difficult. So the reason why I say YouTube is because, um, I mean, going back to YouTube versus Facebook, if YouTube, if you were to spend a dollar on YouTube and a dollar on Facebook, the dollar on YouTube is going to stretch almost sixfold. And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, you've got about 17% of all Facebook marketers um, only, uh, so 17% of people that are spending their money on Facebook are only spending it on, are, are also spending it on YouTube. Okay. That leaves a significant amount of people not even touching YouTube. So the, the market saturation is not there. People are still not, they're not even coming close to what they would be spending on Facebook. So you've got, you've got availability. Okay. The, the marketplace is still open enough where you can jump in. Okay. That's, that's number two. Number three is that what happens is with with YouTube, it's kind of a double-edged sword from a stand. Well, not really a double-edged sword. It's it's a it's like a two x multiplier. So 
let's say you've you have to have a YouTube channel most of the time you have or a Google account that you can create a YouTube channel so let's say you're a real estate agent and you create a YouTube channel and you want to run an ad and the ads basically giving value it's value driven which if you're not doing anything that's value driven in today's day and age even from a paid media standpoint you're not gonna you're not gonna reap the reward you're not gonna uh, get an ROI or an ROAS on your money you're just not uh, so it's got to be a value-driven video. Now, if you're not comfortable with video, I'll give you other options, and we'll talk about that down the line. But when it comes to video, you have to create a YouTube account. It is it is a 2x multiplier because, A, they're going to see you. So it's a branding uh, tool, right? You're, you're, you're top of mind awareness. It's building credibility. You're starting to show up on people's threads. So like, just to give you perspective, the way that you target people on YouTube, you're able to literally say, okay, I'm a real estate agent. I want to target everybody that love that watches Grant Cardone. Okay. Everybody that watches Grant Cardone, those are the people that I want to target. So now you can put your video, your 15 second, 30 second, two minute, whatever. It, the longer it is, the more money that it costs you. Generally it's around 30 seconds is what most people uh, budget for. So your 30 second clip can show up before can show up mid or could show up at the end of one of Grant Cardone's videos. And so now you're attracting, now you're posted, you're positioning yourself in front of somebody that follows Grant Cardone, hypothetically speaking, okay? If you're a real estate agent that like wants to be a coach and, and is trying to get into coaching and wants to build brand awareness, whatever. Just an example, hope that makes sense. So if I wanted to do that, now my, now my, my stuff is, is being uh, in front of these people's faces. And now I'm, now I'm basically siphoning Grant Cardone's audience, okay? That's number one. Number two is that the organic side of it, okay? So let's just say they didn't click your ad. They're not interested or they're wanting to look more into it. Well, they go to your YouTube page and they see that you've got videos there and you're giving, they're all value-driven videos. Maybe you're, you know, you're teaching people about the market, what's happening now, what's going on during the pandemic, blah, 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 blah. They could be 30-second clips. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. It's just the consistency that, that makes a difference and the fact that you have something there. And now they go to your page like, oh, I like this guy. Subscribe. That subscription and that like button is an algorithm trigger to YouTube that says this guy is, is talking good shit. It's relevant to what his ads are. Now we're going to reward his ad. It's going to be cheaper. We're going to extend it. There's going to be more people that are going to be seeing his ad and more people that are going to be seeing his videos organically. And it just multiplies and it multiplies and it multiplies the more often that you do it and the more consistently that you do it. And that is huge. You can spend $500 on YouTube as a real estate agent and make incredible, incredible results. Go into Facebook right now. That was Facebook before they started shutting down people's ad accounts and privacy laws issues. And if you're a real estate agent or lending space, I wouldn't even touch Facebook. I don't care who you talk to. We do about a million and a half a month in, in management. Uh, and, and I can tell you, it is a shit storm of a headache. So I, I, I personally wouldn't deal with it. From an organic standpoint, 100%. Go live every single day. Post content every single day. And people are like, well, I can't come up with content. Really? You can't Google and see what's going on in your marketplace and figure out what's happening and just make a quick little 30-second blurb and just talk about it. All people want is to... is if I'm interested in anything that has, it has to do with your business, all I want as a human being is, is, is to feel comfortable with the person that I will be doing business with. How do you do that? Well, they got to like you, they got to know you, or they got to trust you. How do you build trust with somebody that you don't know? Consistency. 
if if I show up on your feed every fucking day talking about best marketing practices each and every single day, and 90 days from now, you're interested in marketing and like, hey, I need to scale my business. I need to do this. Are you gonna are you gonna talk to me or are you gonna talk to some guy that just popped up for the first time on your feed? You. Now, unless, now, unless you've got someone that's close to you and you trust and whatever, sure. But I'm just, you know, you understand where I'm, where I'm going with this. People overcomplicate this shit. They think that it has to be some grand. And you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself here and I'm getting really passionate. I've just been doing this a long time. I'll tell you this right now. Our highest fucking converting ads that we've ever done have been shot on a phone. Not high-end equipment. Not fancy microphones, not studios and all this shit, a phone, a cell phone, not even 4K, 1080p. People overcomplicate the fact that they have to go above and beyond to be able to produce results for their business. So if you had zero money right now, my, my thing to you is, is to consistently be posting and consistently be going live on every channel. And, you know, one of our mutual friends got me onto this, which was StreamYard. And this isn't a plug, like this is legit. And um, that, that, that is a tool that enables you to go live automatically, synchronized across nearly every platform that you can go live on, all from your computer. You can sit back on your desk, you can have your, your camera on your computer, your laptop, your phone, and 30 seconds every single day. And you have no excuses right now, you're sitting at home. What the fuck are you doing? Seriously. True that. Okay. So, so, so that's that. Now, if we want to get into media buying, that can get a little tricky. Um, I have a cheat sheet that I'm actually updating right now uh, that are the best practices for YouTube. And I have Facebook on there. Guys, I'm not against Facebook. I just, I, 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 I would not feel comfortable um, shifting you guys on there right now when it's just, it is such it's such a brittle, brittle, uh, uh, uh marketing tool right now. Like uh, from, from a, from a media buying standpoint, I just wouldn't put my money in. I'll put my money in YouTube right now. If money isn't an object and you've got, let's say 10, 20, 30 grand to play with, spread it out, put it everywhere. Literally just go far and wide and deep. But I have, I'm putting together a cheat sheet. I'm updating our cheat sheet. I'll be happy to send that to you, Joe, so you can send it to, to the group. And it's kind of like do's and don'ts, but it's not bullshit. It's not full of fluff. It's legitimate, like actionable things like step one, this is what you do. Step two, this is what you do. It teaches you how to build an ad, how to target your right demographic on YouTube, on Google, and on Facebook, as well as on LinkedIn. Um, and from, from a media buying standpoint, and, and you will get results. Now, for how long you're going to get rid of those results, that's going to be up to you. You know, you're, you can hire somebody at that point, or you can figure out like, Hey, our ads aren't working anymore. We got to figure it out. Most people think that once you figure out a formula for running an advertisement, it's just going to run indefinitely with the same success rate. That is just absolutely ludicrous thinking. Like there's no way it's going to, at some point, people are going to get sick and tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. So you have to switch it up. You have to do something different, but this is going to get you going. Um, like literally, like you can build an ad today. You can use that cheat sheet, build an ad and you will see results from it on any platform that exists today that you can buy media on. So I'll give you guys that, um, no problem. 
as far and the last thing I just wanted to say <clears throat> is that <clears throat> excuse me. If you while Mo it, does that, can I jump in real quick, Mo? Yeah, um, yeah. Right? Because Brian, I wanted to interrupt just because of our last conversation. But um, with the what, what I found, so, you know, many years ago, I worked with Grant. Um, I worked with Ed Milet and the people that were there. One thing we learned a lot of is that, and I, I learned this directly from Grant after he spoke, he would walk up to the people that were in the room he would grab his phone and he would hold it up and he would go, what did you get from today? Yep. And now the person goes, um, I, and he, he taped it all. Okay. So one of the things that Mo said is go live and go use your phone, the highest converting. The reason it's a highest converting is because there is a implied trust when your video looks like the videos that are on my camera roll. Okay, so that implies to everybody, look, I make videos like that. You made a video like that. It must be legit. Okay, so if you are going to ever do testimonial videos and put up there, because those are really good. I have some on my YouTube channel. On my YouTube channel, it's a green screen behind them, and it's, it's all done up professional and everything else, and that gets nothing. Nothing gets view count anything that goes along like that. I get somebody who just, just sat with me for half an hour and go, before you leave, what did you get from today? Boom. That goes through the roof on view count and more people will bond with you than it would here. So in this class right here, if you look, you can see behind me, you can see I'm in my office. You could see Mo's there. He accidentally put a YouTube pillow on his chair in the back before he started talking about YouTube. It's just so weird. Okay, but when you I've had that forever, Joe, and I'm yeah. redoing. I'm as you look at this, guys. I am redoing my space here. Like, yeah, I'm, I was gonna say we're normally facing the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I switch things around in the home office, so right. But yes, and so when I look at that, the answer is is the consistency that Mo said is brilliant, but make it real, make it look. So right now. In the trust factor, we're believing everybody more than we are Scott and Timmy, who happen to come together, right? Because they have a background, which means you're blocking something from being behind you, yep. right? You're, so it's giving the impression there's something to hide behind you, as opposed to we're all sitting here going, look, this is raw, this is real. Right now, authenticity is missing. But what I don't want you to do is take all the info Mo just gave you. He's over there. Mo gave you to turn around and say, let me go into high video production. Let me go edit the crap out of everything and get nothing. And you go, Mo, Mo was wrong. And I'm like, he's dropping gold for you, at regardless of what your, your level is for your advertisement. I just want the advertisement to be as effective as possible. He's sharing where to put it to get the biggest bang. But if you put up a picture of dog crap, right, what kind, what are you going to get? Shit. Oh, thank you. Right. But when you put it up there, you can put it in the best places everywhere, but it's not going to get anything from you, but flies. So, and just to add to that, Joe, and I appreciate that. Uh, we've done, we've done, we've done tests. And not only that, like we, we have migrated in the, in the ad space itself. You know, because we see a lot of industries constantly. So we're, we're, we're able to get a jump ahead on what's happening in the space. Uh, 
ads went from direct response, which was, Hey, are you looking for this? Cool. Click my, click the ad and call us today or send us your information. We'll go to this to it is nothing but content. Just to give you perspective, what we do now, when we run, when we start off with a new client, we, if they have existing content, we, we take the content that has produced the highest amount of views, clicks, comments, what have you, or we create it for them and then we run it for 30 days and then we do the same thing. And then we take the post that was just a post, a simple post, and we tweak it just slightly and we run it as an ad. The thing is that people are, it's not that they're, they were ever stupid or they were, they're getting smarter. It's none of that. It's just that most people tend to forget that we're human and we're communicating with humans. And you think that you're communicating with robots when you're creating these ads. Like you're thinking that your prospects are fucking algorithms and it's not. So you want to communicate in a way that is, that is authentic to you, that is conversational and how you, you would normally talk. Yes, there's tricks, NLP, copywriting secrets, things like that. Absolutely. And you could always enhance those. But I'll tell you right now, especially if you're like a small business, local business, what have you, people don't like that. It's like, it's like comparison to like the old sleazy car salesman versus you know the, the dealerships right now where it's a full transparent transaction. You work with one guy, you throw the whole thing, yada, yada, yada. Same thing. Like People want to be treated like humans. And so if you can relay that in a video and in, in the written word or through an image or the combination of all three, you're just going to succeed significantly far superior than, than somebody who's just, you know, posting an ad. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Cool. All right. Let's open up to Q and a. Okay. So I got some questions over here in the, in the chat. Okay. So Scott down here with the dead body floating in something, cause not everybody knows what a float tank is. Okay. Um, he, he owns a couple of the float tank facilities. Nice. Right? I love them. Yes. I, I was going to say I'm a floater like nobody's business. I love that. And so, um, and then Basic, who's not on video right now, he is, he is blowing up the chat with comments. Oh, yeah. I, I have to give credit to Scott. His first, com his first comment was, you said, go wide, go deep, go all. He said, that's what she said. I couldn't type it fast enough, but I have to give props to the fact that he said it. So, I knew you were thinking about it. I was. I was right. right. I was like, oh, 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 yeah, damn it. Now, um, when it comes to, like, what I said about the backgrounds and things like that, there was a comment that came up on that one, too, which said, um, so if you don't have a background, how do you get seen over the people who do? So saying whatever you're advertising is somewhat oversaturated. Mm -hmm. And so in the group, I'll, I'll start, and I'm going to flip it to Mo but I want Mo's opinion. So is this the best background to, to use? Sorry, I, I have to upload. Did you guys see Zoom 5.0 came out? Yeah. So have you updated? All, all new version. I'm updated, but it's fighting me on the, the thing. So is this oh. the best virtual background to get attention in a Zoom? Is my question. <laughs> so, because I think everybody will best. notice you at that point. So... But no, when it comes to doing a Zoom, if you're doing it and you are the person that is actually the one hosting the meeting, you don't have to have a virtual background to add to your credibility. If you're trying to advertise for yourself, okay, you have to consider the group you're in. Mm. So when I look at it and I say, okay, now Timmy may be sitting in a field because we know Timmy, right? So he put the background up so you couldn't tell. 
right? Just like uh, Tom Hanks' wife. I'm not in a holding cell, right? I'm in a field. But when you look at this and say, is it, is it something that I can put up in the back that's going to add to the conversation? It's not going to add to the credibility because if it's not completely transparent as to what's there, it looks like you're hiding. So if I, I have virtual backgrounds as well that I put up if I need to, but mm -hmm. if it's my meeting, I don't need to. And if I'm there, whatever I'm saying or contributing to the meeting is going to speak so much louder than a, a backdrop. So like, I like your bookcase because Scott just became more believable to me. Right. And so, especially if in that little window they give you, if it's even possible to see and get the full effect. So you can put up your stuff, but again, I don't know. Mo jumped off, but I always put up different books. So I have more books than Mo does on his backdrop and things like that. But again, this is distracting more than it is helping, right? My books are still more, Brian, okay? But do I have branded things? Yeah, I do have branded things to put on, but I notice I never get the reaction I'm looking for. Even if I add my phone number to the bottom, no one's gonna sit on a Zoom meeting today and go, oh my God, what's the phone number behind so-and-so? What's mm -hmm. their web address? What is that, right? Luigi mm -hmm. and Brian, we got somebody who puts up there, Gia Camino, you know, that puts the background on every time. And then we got people that have it set for green screen and they turn green, right? And it's like, well, that got my attention when you're a completely green person, but the backdrop takes away from credibility, especially if you want to, because right now, if you look at this, I look, I look like I'm sitting in front of something fake especially if I move and you see that the background moves. But if I come back to this, this is legit me being up front with you, okay? And so, Mo, does anything I said contradict what you're saying? Because no, you know, you've done it more than me, so. No, 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 not at all, not at all. It, it actually adds uh, an additional layer to it. What was the original question? So the original question was, how do I separate myself in the Zoom, okay. in the world? right from with do i need the backdrop to make me got it more representable to them no and, and i agree with you joe it's it's your content it's your authenticity it's your content is the the information that you are sharing like timmy i love the background but it's distracting as hell right now it's i feel like i'm i'm dropping acid you know but um, if it was Tiger King, would it be okay if it was? But Carol if it Bassett? was Tiger King, you, hell yeah, yeah man! I, <laughs> I hear you. I'm with you. But you know, I, I understand I'm why. Asking. Yeah, and I understand why people do it. People do it because they've got a mess and whatever. Like right now, I have a giant mess. I personally don't give a shit. Um, but you know, because I know that you guys are here for the for the information, and, and it's gonna it's a work in progress. My wife ordered me a whole bunch of furniture. It's gonna look dialed but <laughs> so we'll, we'll get that going um let's see what's another really good question here and marking is if you don't have a background so, so natalie said i have a question and then you went ahead and answered it so she's a little upset oh i'm sorry what well, was the I question can expand natalie? on it a little bit so Please. i was a few minutes late so i apologize but i was on another social media webinar this morning mm -hmm. and he was talking about having your month calendared out and um, he didn't say anything about stock photos, but I had taken a course before and we used stock photos and we used oh. scripts. And so I was just looking back on some of my posts and I had the most engagement 
um, with those scripts. So I think part of it was I just was showing more of myself with the authenticity, but I think I may have even gone further if I didn't use stock photos. I don't know your thoughts on stock photos, but. I mean, they're fine. It's just, you know, I, I just, my, if you guys can take anything away, just here's the thing. Don't overcomplicate it. Just there's, I, I wouldn't worry too much about the nuances. I would be more focused on being able to do the thing that you're trying to do consistently day to day for a long period of time and have patience to be able to see it through and understand that there, there, there is a level of like, I don't want to say talent, but, but some level of skill that supersedes what everybody else needs. Does that make sense? So like, it, I don't know what your profession is, Natalie. What is your profession? Financial planning. We talk on Instagram. I'm your money expert. Beautiful. So I'm terrible with money. Horrible. So like, I'm going to listen to you. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to listen to you see what you have to say. And Natalie, I'm just telling you from my perspective, I would be coming on your call based on your, your credibility and based on your information and whether or not I can, I feel like I resonate with you. I don't care if you were sitting in on a toilet in a bathroom. I really wouldn't. I mean, that's kind of weird, but I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so there's, there's nothing wrong with stock images, with footage and things like that. Just, just don't overcomplicate the whole thing. Like there's always, you know, you, you, you can make graphics and, and backgrounds and designs for photos and, and promotions and things like that. But most people resonate with people that are like them, which is just authentic. Like, Hey, this guy's like me. I feel like I could resonate with him. He sounds like the guy to go with and he knows what he's talking about. That's the guy that I typically go with or gal. Luigi, you look like you have a question or you're frozen. I can't tell. He always does. Um, if he leans forward, it's a question. Yeah. So can you repeat when you said the, the traffic patterns for, you said for B2C and B2B, uh, for B2B, what were they? So, so B2B, I would definitely focus on LinkedIn, particularly organic right now. So LinkedIn uh, paid method is relatively expensive, not as expensive as Google, um, they're, they're probably neck and neck right now with, with fa well, actually not Facebook, but they were neck and neck with Facebook. Um, however, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is it is good money on your investment. Just to give you a perspective, about 61% of LinkedIn's, uh, user base are between the ages of, of 24 and 34. That is, that is prime. I mean, think of it, th think of like you going to advertise on Facebook or you're advertising on Instagram, or you're advertising on TikTok, or what have you, you know, it's a very, it's a very wide range of age groups, whereas LinkedIn is specifically, especially for B2B, and then, dude, like, I, I think like 71% is not even in the United States, worldwide, of the user base, so that means whatever that, I'm bad with math, whatever that 20, what is that, 29%, 28% is strictly, uh, yeah, strictly. Michelle knows the numbers. What's Natalie the number? Seventy-one percent is worldwide. The rest is is the United 29%. States. Twenty-nine percent. So twenty-nine percent of the total user base on LinkedIn is United is the U.S. base. That means if you've got to think about it this way, if your if your business is specifically and strictly going uh, in, in the U.S., then you've got a nice. A lot of people think that they got to go wide 
and deep when it comes to paid media. It's not. You want to niche down. You want to be specific. You want to go. You want to go short, and you want to go deep. So you want to find your niche, even if it's like thirteen hundred people. If you can find the thirteen hundred people that are going to buy your stuff, uh, you know, sign up with your service, ask for your coaching, whatever it is, you've got a business. Most people overlook that. Um, and then when it comes to, to B2, uh, B2C, if you're, com- if you're comfortable with video, I urge everybody to focus on YouTube. If you're not, then focus on Instagram. Instagram uh, stories in particular. Again, if you're, not with, if you're not with the video, you could just do images, some text and things like that. Um, and, and the cheat sheet will have some, so, some uh, information regarding how to put that together and how to target specifically for your business, things like that. And have, answer you seen your question? Any, have you seen any difference from um, like going live on videos versus using stock footage for YouTube advertisement? For YouTube? Yeah. Using, st- you mean like stock video like, footage for YouTube? Like, for example, like when you go live, hey, this is Coach Mo, I do XYZ versus uh, so there's, when there's you no, There's no comparison. There's no comparison. Absolutely not. There's no comparison. The only time that that works are for like uh, really low ticket offers and uh, affiliate marketing that are generally low ticket offers that are automated and the marketers are basically siphoning other people's traffic. It's not a good way to build a business. It's a good way to make a quick buck, but not to build a business. I wouldn't recommend it. You wouldn't recommend which way? I wouldn't recommend using stock footage. I would recommend you going live, you producing the videos, you showing your face if you are comfortable. If not, I would bring somebody else. But I, I, I wouldn't go to like Fiverr and hire someone to do a video for you or what have you. Like, it's just, again, if, if you're in it for a quick buck, cool. But if you're trying to build a business and a brand and you're trying to focus on longevity, then I wouldn't do that. I would, I would hire somebody first to be the face before I would do something like that. <clears throat> Perfect. Basic has a question. Basic, you want to um, unmute and ask your question or no? Just, I think you kind of just answered it. So can advertising to too many people and like when you're selecting your demographics and everything, can that degrade your ads quality? It can, but, but there is a method to that madness. So, so, so for instance, let's say you have zero clue. You have absolutely no idea what you're doing. And you have absolutely no idea who your demographic could be or your target market, right? The ideal person that you would like to sell your product or service. Um, then casting a wide net in the beginning as a test to identify <clears throat> based on your analytics who's responsive, then that has its place, right? You know, for instance, let's say you've got 500 bucks, you want to run a test campaign for, I don't know, three weeks, and you just want to figure it out just to figure out, okay, you know, 34-year-old males that are interested in Hulu and Netflix like my videos, as an example. I don't know what I'm saying. But it, the idea of doing that is to cast a wide net to be able to identify who does, who is looking at yourself. There's also the option of doing what is called the ask method, um, which essentially you run an ad as a quiz to identify your perfect demographic. It's like reverse engineering the perfect prospect. And, and, and I can, I can also, Joe, I can send you some material on that as well. Ryan Levesque, amazing guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but I would read his book called ask. Uh, any other questions? Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have one. 
Yes, sir. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to ask it. Um, well, use your voice, Timmy. I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah. So, I don't want him to do sign language because that's going to be difficult. Is there, <laughs> is there, is there a better way to connect with? Because okay, so I think you really, really you were on the gold mine when it comes to like the talk to the people as people and not an algorithm. And I'm just saying with that, I'm noticing a lot of people that are all really genuine and really able to help people out a lot as far as like self help or coaching and life coaching and different forms of coaching goes. Yeah. Is there a way to specifically connect with individuals better? Because it's like, it's like an overwhelming amount of self-help almost to the point where I'm even more confused. Like I, there's so many options now. I don't really know. Like, like so many people claiming they can get results and there's so many courses of like, Oh, there's this and there's that, but there's not always um, people holding people to the standards of really going through the courses. It's kind of just like uh, empty promises in the form of courses. Is there a way to really connect people with like through the advertisements in a way that's not annoying and just really genuine as far as speaking to the soul goes? That's a good question to me. Okay. Um, it's a difficult question to answer. It's you want me to stall for you? Cause I have no a couple hand puppets. I no. Okay. no, you're good. Uh, so first and foremost, coaching, especially in personal development, is very subjective. So that, that, that becomes difficult. Whether or not you get results is subjective. Do I feel better? Yes. Okay, so then it worked. Do I not feel better? No. Okay, well, did I put in the work? No. Well, then fuck me. I'm the one who's at fault here. So it, it be, but I understand what you're saying, especially now. Like I think they're, they're earmarking the next three years at the online education, coaching, consulting industry is going to be a $325 billion industry. So it is growing. And you know, to me, just like anything else in the world, at some point, the guys that suck are going to be out of a job and, and the guys and gals that are doing a good job, they're, they're going to be in it for the long haul. I mean, I can't tell you how many agencies I know, have just been literally just shut down during this crisis because they just suck. They suck. They're made on empty promises. They're a volume game. They work on turn, you know? So, but, but again, to go back to your question, um, it's, it's really, I, I think it, it would be the content that would be leading up to it. So let's say you're running a, uh, a campaign and, and before you run a campaign, what I would do is honestly, I would focus on building case studies. So, doing this for free or for a very low investment with some people that know could use your help document it and then use them as your testimonial case study that is authentic that is real and raw and relevant and so and then you can use that as a means to recruit people into the thing that you want to recruit them in does that make sense kind of yes 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 so it's like you say that you can do a good job. Well, show me, test it, do it first without charging anybody. And, and then once you get through that point, leverage their case studies, not in a like monetary way per se, like you're trying to, you know, trying to take advantage of people, but in the sense that, Hey, like what I do works, it's helped this guy. It's helped this gal. And <clears throat> I want you to hear it from them versus hearing it from you because you can preach all day about the stuff that you do. Nobody gives a shit. They want to hear from somebody else that has actually been through the program, been through the coaching, consulting, what have you, you know, that's why referrals are so great, you know? So I hope that answered your question. 
It, can I jump in on that one too, Mo? Yeah. So I, one thing to remember though, Timmy, is that again, algorithms are watching what you click on and what you're looking for. So if they're watching that, they're gonna show you more of it, okay? But one thing is if you sit down and you go, wow, you know what I'm really thinking about is this. It's not gonna show up on your feed. You're gonna go search for it, right? And you will then become more attuned to what's coming in. So as you go through your ads, so the, the, the main thing I look at and say, can you on the ad you're running convey your appoint your actual reason for them to consider you? So can it be there? Well, the picture, we know you love pictures, right? And so if you do, then is the picture going to convey the message that you want it to? Because if they're out looking for self-help, you have to have an image that explains that what that you are self-help, okay? You also have to have it, and again, I'm going to see more of what I'm looking for. I, at home, at least twice a week, I, ex, I explain, waiting for my little robot helpers that are all over my house, I always say, I think we need ketchup. I think we need ketchup. And now understand, there there's one of these things sitting right here and I think we need ketchup right I've never seen an ad for ketchup pop up in anything that I'm doing but the way everybody says it of course they're listening and they're going to be putting it together you need to build an audience of people that are looking for what you're looking for and then you have to be different enough but one of the things I really want you to understand is that whatever you're going to put out is a, a niche itself right? It's something you're doing. The, the niche is you, okay? So Michelle can do financial planning. Natalie can do financial planning. Which one do you connect with more is what matters, okay? So is it going to be that person? Is it going to be Luigi I look for to help me with something? Is it, am I going to Scott's, Scott's actual float tanks or am I going to another one that I've already seen an ad for that resonated with me differently. Scott doesn't want, I'm gonna jump out. I haven't met Scott until what, just recently. But I would say, Scott doesn't want 500 new people that have no idea what floating is that he has to give away a free float to in hoping that he keeps two people, right? You wanna be able to funnel your people down so that you get quality, not just quantity. And too many people go wide, and correct me, Mo, if I'm wrong. We go out there and say, I want humans, okay, within these zip codes, okay? But if you're not dialing down, I don't want to waste my time going and calling or emailing or chasing people that just thought the picture was cute and clicked on it, right? And then Facebook gave me all their information. YouTube they filled out, right? The best thing for anybody who runs ads, your browsers store all your info, right? So when you go to click on something, it's like, do you want to pre-populate it? And that's easier than going to type just the information you want to give. So that's what I look at and say, right? We're going to build it up. And so you can take an ad that looks great, but if it's spread out too wide, you're going to get people that aren't your market and aren't the people you truly want. If you're going to go, again, I'll pick on Scott because I love float tanks. If he's just doing relaxation, right, I don't want people that are scared to death of drowning to come in and scream during the whole float tank session, right? 
it's going to be bad. And it's going to be bad because you know what? One of them is Karen and one of them's going to go, he put me in water and I almost drowned. And we're like, don't do it face down, fool. You supposed to be face up. Okay. But do you see what I'm saying? We need to focus it enough so that it makes it relevant to the people searching for it. The people that are searching for it will see it over the ad for like, I don't, I don't ever see ads for thigh masters. There could be some out there, but as I scroll through, I'm not slowing down to look at it. Anything Darth Vader, I see it no matter what, right? I'm like, oh, dark side for life. Okay, so I'm gonna go find that. When I scroll through my timeline, when I scroll through Instagram, I'm gonna find that more. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, and that's what I look at. So where to place the ads and what we're doing, that's all Mo. My answer is I just want a quality lead. Right, totally. Timmy, what are you what are you trying to do? Um, I'm trying to come in with a new way. So I, I'm doing a lot of things, but right now with this, I'm trying to come in with a new way to really be able to connect with people in a non-annoying way and just a straight, genuine, yo, here is this. This is nothing but truth. Are, are you comfortable on video? Yeah, yes. Okay, so here's what you do. You start recording yourself or going live on YouTube every single day. The people that are going to find a connection with you are going to find you. Utilize the right title tags. That'll help. But just be consistent. It could take you two years. It could take you two months. It could take you 20 years. I don't know. All I know is, is that that is a surefire way to A, see if there's a market for what you have to offer and B, actually find the people that if there is a market to, to be connected with you. And then as you get to a point of like, hey, I'm starting to recruit people. I'm starting to build a business. Then you can take the information that you have found to have the most amount of views and, and engagement and what have you, and just start running them as advertisements, the same exact video. And so that's going to give you the, the best surefire way to do it. And there's, and there's nothing that you can do other than be patient and, and understand that it's going to take time. But if you really care about it and you want to do it, start today, man. What can I do to hold you accountable? Tag Mo in it. Okay. There you go. Put it out there today and tag Mo in it so he can watch it. Right? And Sorry, then, uh, Mo. I just, just actually threw you up and you have to do it now. Thank you for your perspective on the green screen, too. That was really helpful. Uh, I apologize if it led to any distractivity. Fuck sorry, man. Don't apologize. Yeah, fuck sorry. We all know that. So. Distractivity. I learned a new word. Distractivity. I like it. Timmy comes up. He's creative. Yes. Good. Awesome, so, man. All right. Anybody on Facebook have questions? We have a bunch. Christopher Roush has been nice enough to scroll through. So Chrome, Beta, and Zoom fighting has locked out my keyboard again, so I can't answer anybody that's out there. But um, Yesenia, yes, all of it will be up on YouTube on the War Games channel, and I'll send it to you. She asked. She was on an appointment. She had to jump in late, so she wanted to grab that. But any other questions? Because I want to be respectful of Mo's time. He dropped a lot of gold for us today. This will be on the, the site. But again, guys, we can talk at you all we want. It's about you taking action on what is out there, right? What can you do to actually create the, the, the marketing that he's putting out here? And again, right, if you need to, go to Facebook, send him a message. Okay, I can't guarantee he'll answer you right away, but right, he's got a lot of stuff going on. But can I can I drop the uh, podcast, bro?
because yeah, you know I love yeah. it. Okay. So he has a podcast. So if you if we look back and go, okay, what is Napoleon Hill famous for, for lying to us about going and meeting with all these people to find out what all the answers were, right? On how to become wealthy, how to do that. So Coach Mo took it upon himself to go out and he interviews people on habits of the few. Okay. And so he goes and talks to people and finds out from them what are the, the secret habits that they're going through and explaining their life and talking to them about what you can take away from it. So it's a great podcast. Now, guys, remember, I, I love podcasts because they're, they're not intrusive. Okay. So anything that you can listen to audio, you can still work out. <laughs> not me. But you can still work out. You can still go about your business day and have it playing in the background so you can gather the information where just, just look at jumping on this call requires you to set up the camera, get ready, right? Wait for Joe to text you again and then jump on the link to go through. So those are the things that it, it takes a chunk out of your day where if you're just clicking to listen it, listen to it, then it'll be there. On, on the Sales Genius podcast, Every one of the war games gets converted to audio and put out there. On YouTube, you're going to go out and you're going to find all of these videos with your smiling faces, which is why I do gallery for most of it so you can see yourself and go, look, I was there, right? But all of it is on there because I want you to have access to the information. And if you sit back and go, I remember Mo said that, what did he say again? It's always out there for you to find it. Just, just to add to that, Joe, you, you said it right there. And thank you for, for that plug, by the way. But um, uh, you, your videos that you're going to be doing, you can extract the audio out of them, produce them on Anchor, which is 100%. Oops. Is 100, wow. Was, Jesus Christ. Um, which is 100% free. Okay? Go anchor.fm, create your podcast name. And then all your videos, take the audio, and then it will produce it to like, what is it, Joe? To 9, 10, 11 different? Yeah, right now, right now there's nine that I'm sh I guarantee that you're going to go out to. It automatically pushes your podcast out to nine different podcast sites. So you'll More be free. on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all of these things. And guys, please understand what I'm saying. You couldn't say something wrong to your core audience. Nope. Does that make sense? Because you're going to go, well, should I filter it? Should I not? Based on this call, based on Mo and I here, we're not filtering anything. Okay? So get out there and put it out there. Someone's going to find it. Someone that is going to resonate with you will find it as opposed to not. So whatever your niche is, whatever is out there, right? Natalie will tell you, right? How many videos of TikTok have I sent you from other financial people? Right. I send them to her and I go, Natalie, do these, do these. Why? You're way cuter than the ugly guy who's 80 years old, who's on TikTok going, you know why you need insurance? You know, and I'm like, no. And, and, and just, to add, just to add to that, why, most people think they, they shy away from TikTok. Now, I, I created an account. I haven't really been diving deep into it because that's not my focus. But just like Instagram was, just like Facebook was, even though they were both for college students and children, what have you, they evolved. You will start to TikTok will have 
50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds. It will get to that point. It's just, it's the, it's, the histor- it's the history of all the social media platforms. So like if you can solidify yourself right now where you can blow up on there, literally blow up, just become an influencer. I hate that word. Um, you know, like you could really solidify your position and, and, and build your business. There's a girl that had no business being on there who just does stupid little dance moves. Now she's got like 18 million followers on Instagram. I don't know how many followers on TikTok, and she's blowing up and making all these deals. Now they leverage it as a means to an end. However, for you, because you have a legitimate business, anybody here that wants to build a legitimate business like that, that is incredible. If you've got time and you just want to produce content, you don't have to, you don't have to rework the content. You can take macro content, which is YouTube, right? Long form. And then take that piece and it's like, okay, this is the, oh, oh, one more, one more note. Create a YouTube channel. I'll send you this, Joe. In YouTube on the analytics in the back end, YouTube tells you exactly where people hopped on and where they left and where it spiked. So you will literally be able to identify exact timestamp of what was the most valuable, or at least the most entertaining portion of your video. You cut that shit and you put it on Instagram and you put it on TikTok. You have yourself a winner. Mic drop. He did that already. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you when you guys look at that, and again, what I what I want you to understand is that so Steve Sims, who's watching over on the Facebook side, right? Steve Sims said it the other day in one of our other meetings. He said, guess what? Instagram used to be just for kids, right? When Facebook started out, we were all 10, 11, 12 years younger. It started out as a college platform for kids. Does that make sense? And then it grew. And so TikTok, guess what's going to happen? It used to be Snapchat was the only thing for the younger generation now they're like "Ooh, i gotta go on snap i gotta go on tiktok and then share to my snapchat my instagram and all the rest of them and that's where that's where tiktok's beauty is is the fact that they don't care they want you to share it out so you go to one place make a video you don't have to download it and then go upload it into another platform you can just click share 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 and send off that content but again use something with humor use something if scott i would put somebody in a crocodile costume come out of the the float tank and you're like so how did you feel right because everybody be like what you got crocodiles using your own your float tanks to, to recharge okay all of these different things show somebody go in come out like a superhero kind of deal like the phone booth right do that but doing the simple basic stuff for your financial services Showing somebody how money compounds visually is something that's entertaining that's on there, okay? And if you look at it, none of these videos are done with like super editing and all of these different things. Everything is contained within TikTok's TikTok's editing program, right? And filters and things like that. So get out there and do it. Put it out there. The people that want to talk to you will talk to you and they'll know who it is that we want to, I want to connect with. If I go to your page and I see a whole bunch of wrong stuff that doesn't connect with me, we're not doing business. You don't want me as a lead if I disagree with everything you stand for, right? Get to the people that know you and respect you and put yourself out there so that they can find you. But again, that's, that's my content. <laughs>
right? I cut, piece, put everything together and send it on its way, but I repurpose everything so that it makes sense. So do it live, let people interact, okay? Everybody always says, Joe, why don't you use StreamYard? And I said, believe it or not, the people that turn on their camera enjoy seeing themselves on the Facebook replay, right? So like basic, all scared down here at the bottom. No, I know. Couldn't turn on his camera because of the speakers. But when you guys look at it, right? If I left it on speaker view, it'd be mo me, mo me, mo me, mo. That's all you'd see on the video. But as a group, we're stronger here to say, hey, look, this is the, the group that's talking. This is the group that's on, as opposed to just one person trying to provide value. When when Michelle nods like she is right now, right? Then it look, everybody goes, oh, look she found agreement in whatever he said okay so that's what i want you guys to look at find your audience and go for it each one of you i found you all right i put it out there you looked and said yes or no whether you wanted to or not right timmy and i don't even don't even come from the same business group or anything along those lines but he's here he started inviting everybody else to say there's value here for people to do it. And I'd much rather use the, the wisdom of other people to help share instead of me being the only person that talks at you. Make sense? Yes, sir. Anything else for Mo? Because I'm so glad, I, I'll be re-watching, I can guarantee you that, but that's because I want the view count, you know, on YouTube, yeah. But um, Christopher was asking on Facebook as far as like the video length, What's they should be short, long, medium for Facebook? Oh, uh, he didn't specify, he just commented on the on the Facebook Live. So, a video length on Facebook and YouTube can be long form. Can can't hear you. Video length on YouTube is long form, generally speaking, and on Facebook, it could be both. You know, you're, you're only limited, you're only limited to, 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 to a minute on Instagram and 10 minutes on uh igtv igtv so as far as like as far as the ad you're gonna have to test that you're gonna have to see what your target audience likes do they like a quick little tidbit or do they want to hear detail also timing is everything you know what time of day are they watching this you know are they watching it you know when after they had dinner with their family or are they like you know going to the bathroom coming back and they have five minutes to, to look at it you know it's just you got to catch them. It just depends. That's why retargeting works, which we can get into, by the way, if you guys want to do like a deep dive into like metrics and, and actually building ads and going live and I could do like a screen share. That's where like retargeting remarketing starts to play a role where you really start to make an ROI on your, on your money. But that, that's, that's really technical. Uh, but when you guys reach out that. to Mo for that, because I'm not going to watch you guys go through all that. That's just if you guys oh, are interested if you guys are interested I can do it right I'm gonna go look at the view count and how many thumbs up if, on YouTube I'm like yeah I got to 12 if, views boom if yeah. you guys are interested let me know reach out to me yes. we can put together a little class a free class and just go through it yeah so he's tagged in everything on Facebook and Instagram so you can click on it and reach over to him ladies slide into the DM his wife is totally understanding yes <laughs> He's like, I just got shot in the head. And I don't know why. Like coach, man. Yes. 
So, Galki, you got any questions? Because you turned on your camera, which usually means you got something to say. That's how you guys are really good. So, okay. Guys, I, I want to say thanks for jumping on again. Another great week. Um, looking forward to seeing you all next week. Same thing, wargamesgroup.com. If you need anything, please reach out to, to Mo. Please jump on his podcast. Go from there. He has courses in business, and he has courses for online. He has courses for fitness, right, and not trying to fitness whole pizza in your mouth. It's about actually physical fitness. And if you go to his Instagram, you'll watch him lift heavy shit, right? In his garage and stuff like that. So, you know, and then you can say good job down below. He likes the positive reinforcement on the videos. But other than that, guys, I appreciate you all. Thanks so much. And thank you, Mo. I do appreciate you greatly. Yeah, no worries. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having me on the call, guys. Thank you guys for thank letting you. me Yeah, We're happy for Mo. Talk, talk I like that, Natalie, the hour. deaf person. Yes. I, 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 ho I, hope, I hope you guys got something from it. Absolutely. Sure, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Thanks, one, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See you guys. Peace. Thanks for choosing to spend your time with us here at the Sales Genius Podcast. If your company is looking to increase sales or is having an event that would benefit from one of the Sales Genius team members attending, please look us up on the web at salesgenius.live, salesgenius.live. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and share it out to the world. Until next time, remember more deals, more money, more happy. Now go out there and close a deal.